from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Credit Union rock stars elevate their credit union's voices in many ways. For Tansley Stearns and Kara Yakinsa, the podcast format offered a new and effective channel to reach audiences with messages of community leadership and financial well-being. Stearns, Chief People and Strategy Officer at Canvas Credit Union in Lone Tree, Colorado, collaborated with her team to create the Credit Union's podcast, In the Room with Todd Marksberry. Yakinsa, Digital Growth Strategist at Tropical Financial Credit Union in Miramar, Florida, launched and co-hosts the Credit Union's Get Beyond Money podcast. I'm Casey Mishlevy, Deputy Editor with CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News podcast, Stearns and Yakinta explain the steps they took to start their podcasts, the expertise needed to produce engaging episodes, and the feedback they've received from listeners. Stearns and Yakinta are among 31 credit union leaders named as 2021 Credit Union Rockstars by Credit Union Magazine. Sponsored by Fiserv, the Credit Union Rockstars program recognizes outstanding credit union professionals and volunteers from a wide range of disciplines for their exceptional creativity, innovation, and passion. Kara and Tansley, you've each elevated your credit union's voice by creating podcasts. This is something that we're seeing more interest within the credit union movement in leagues and associations and individual credit unions starting to dip their toes into the podcast waters, which is pretty exciting. So I'd like to hear from each of you about the focus of your podcast and the motivation for launching it. And Kara, let's start with you. Sure. First, thanks for having us. (laughs) So let's talk about our podcast. I think the motivation of creating our podcast, which is called Get Beyond Money, was connecting with those who feel they aren't connected with at all. So a really big part of credit unions is people helping people. And I think a lot of times talking about money can feel embarrassing and it can feel like somebody is judging you. And that's kind of where our interest and our motivation came from was connecting with those people who felt like they didn't have an outlet. And that's the biggest thing that we like to focus on with Get Beyond Money is talking about the things that one, maybe somebody didn't teach you or two, maybe something that you're feeling embarrassed about. And we really encourage our listeners and our community and even our guests that if there's something that you want to do with your money, you do that. You know, it's your life. It's no one else's. But along the way, we want to guide you on how to live most comfortably within your means. So I know like a lot of times people think that means telling you don't do this and don't do that. But we kind of take it from a different perspective. So it's like, you know what, if you want to drive an Audi, that's cool. Go drive your Audi. But maybe it's kind of like instead taking a look at your home and maybe it's refinancing there, or maybe it's the other way around. You want to afford a house, but you also, you know, are paying too much in your car. So it's just looking at things differently and trying not to sacrifice as much as people would tell you. And instead just kind of like reorganizing and rearranging. And I know, like I said, 
it's hard because people don't teach you how to do that. So we really like to be the voice for those who feel like they don't have it. Yeah. And Tansley, what about the focus of Canvas's podcast? Absolutely. So our podcast is called In the Room with Todd Marksbury. As we went through our rebranding effort, one of the things that we were noodling on was Todd, our CEO, has such passion for Canvas. He's really engaging. And we had an opportunity to think about how we could connect his energy and engagement with the brand to continue to grow that energy around Canvas. And so we built a thought leadership strategy holistically to make that strategy work. And one of the tactics under that strategy was the podcast. One of the vision pillars that we have at Canvas is to be leaders in the communities that we serve. And we think about that leadership in a pretty broad way. So obviously, it's being a leader in the communities where we have branches. It's being a leader here in Colorado. It's also being a leader in the credit union community. And we wanted to share our perspectives about leadership, but more importantly, demystify leadership. I remember so vividly when I was first at my very first credit union, they'd have leadership team meetings and they'd go behind the boardroom door and I would sit at my desk and do work, but also think, what is happening back there? What are they talking about? And I think we've all had that question of what's happening in the room. And so we named it in the room based on the Hamilton musical in the room where it happens. And the conversations are with leaders, both CEOs and leaders within the credit union industry, but also leaders, owners, entrepreneurs here in Colorado. We love that mix because each of those leaders not only has their own unique story, but their approach to the way that they are growing their businesses, that they're engaging with their communities, the stumbles that they've had. You know, I think some of the conversations are most magical and we're hearing about a time where they had a dark moment or they didn't know what to do and how they found their way through. It really humanizes leadership. And so we've loved the conversations. And even beyond the podcast, one of the really fun things that we've seen as an unintended outcome was how we can continue to connect those leaders. So we've had these great moments where we've been able to get some of the podcast guests together. Just a couple of weeks ago, we had an event to bring them together and to see these moments where different people from the credit union space from Colorado can have intersections and that Canvas is a connection point to that, we see as very, very meaningful. Yeah. What I love about each of your podcasts is you're focusing on two of the biggest characteristics that credit unions are known for, like promoting financial well-being, like whatever that means for an individual, and also that like community leadership and making leadership accessible, just two very sort of hallmarks of the credit union movement. So I'd like to move on to discussing just the process of getting started. You know, it can feel like a daunting task, especially if it's your first time doing a podcast. So Tansley, I'll start with you. What was one of the most important first steps that you took toward making this podcast a reality? Well, one of them was just convincing everyone that I wasn't crazy. But, I, you know, the good news is, is that I am not at all afraid to be told no. 
<laughs> and very persistent in my approach. And and I knew that Todd would be excited about the opportunity to be able to connect with people. So that was one. And then I think two was really around the guests. And it's interesting because at first, my mindset was really around, you know, how do we think about people that will want to participate? And it very quickly shifted to not only who might wish to participate, but who would be really open guests? Because you might have somebody who has a very polished resume, but is not very willing to have a conversation. And some of that is about Todd and his ability to draw people out and us to develop really good questions for Todd to leverage. And it is also about somebody who is not just going to have their handler say, you know, you can only talk about these very narrow topics because the most fruitful parts of the conversation are often where we may have teed up a question that then leads into a conversation that Todd and the guests are having that then leads someplace else that we never dreamed about. And so, you know, an example that I'll give you is we had a gentleman named Adrian Bada on and he owns a place called Origin Milk. And he's doing magnificent work with really making milk not only sustainable, but something that human beings can take in, even those that may have had challenges with that in the past. That was really interesting. That's why we invited him on. Well, then he goes into his whole background and story about how he came to the U.S. and his family and all the dynamics. And it's just this magnificent story. And actually, he's coming to our all-family gathering in October to talk to our entire family member base about his story and the richness of that and what he's learned. And so, you know, those threads and connections that happen are things that you can't really anticipate, but are truly magical. You know, that's kind of funny. That same thing happened to me last week recording an episode. So I feel you in the sense of when you say you can get a guest that it kind of feels a little stiff. So you you kind of question how do I have this person open up? And we started talking about like icebreakers, right? So we started doing icebreakers at the beginning. And that same concept of someone being a little stiff and opening up into a magical story happened. They are a lawyer. And somehow we went from them being a lawyer to talking about their color aura. It's this really cool quiz that we recently discovered. We've all done it here and we all talk about our color auras. And I kind of questioned him after I was hearing him listen and him and I turned out to have the same color aura, right? But it was just interesting because you are totally correct that it's fruitful and it's meaningful and it's soulful. And it, you know, it's funny how a simple podcast from a credit union can really take you aback and give you a lot of purpose. Yeah, that is the great thing about podcasts too. You never know where a conversation is going to lead. And it might not be specifically about the topic that the podcast is created to address, but there's value in going on some of those side journeys, I think, in conversations. I also want to know a little bit about how you each worked toward developing like the knowledge and training to launch your podcast. Kara, so for your financial well-being podcast, how did you start from just a, a knowledge standpoint for getting yourself ready to take this on? So it's really funny because I would not consider myself an expert in this at all. And 
the other funny thing is that this started from a genuine conversation that I was having in front of our VP with our ambassador now. Her and I were talking about a cup of coffee and we were sharing how, you know, we're millennials and we don't skip our cup of coffee. And yes, we do pay $5 a day for a cup of coffee. As my VP was listening in on this, she was like, wow, you know, you guys should really podcast about this. And I remember feeling like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm necessarily cut out for that. You know, I don't know. And from there, it was her encouragement that kind of led us to where we are now. Of course, along the way, that conversation turned into researching, learning, relying on other experts for their input. And I took all of that and I turned it into something of our own, really. And I think that's the biggest thing. Tansley, I was listening to you talk about this earlier. It's listening, truly, truly listening, listening to other podcasts, listening to other experts, listening to the people around you, because that's a big thing is how are you going to bring up a topic to even talk about? Listen to what others are saying. Listen to anything and everything around you, even if it's the wind. You just, you never know where you're going to find inspiration from. And I think that truly is what makes the podcast is that I am literally on the same playing field as our guests. And I love that because the whole point is community-based, right? I am part of the community. I am the community. The community is me. So I think that's really what breathes life and what takes my non-expertise into being an expert. (laughs) Yeah. And Tansley, what about you? What expertise did you and your team have to build in order to get your podcast going? Yeah. So luckily, as we built our internal agency, we have a lot of audio and video expertise on the team. And the technical piece of the podcast wasn't terribly difficult. I would say to you the part that we felt like we really learned more about over time was really about guest selection. And, and that was really trial and error. <laughs> We're continuing to learn. You know, I think one of the gifts of being at Canvas is that we continually look to get better. And so we typically approach the podcast as one cut. You know, we very rarely start over. We very rarely do a lot of editing. I'm a person that loves to listen to podcasts and the longer, the better. In fact, I will soar. And if it's less than 30 minutes, I typically won't listen. Well, the rest of our team, as we have conversations are like, yeah, so I'm sort of opposite translate, but more than 30 minutes, I'm not listening. And so we've been talking about, you know, do we have a long form version and then a more crisp cut version and giving listeners options? So we're going to continue to grow and learn over time. And that's also really a lot of fun to be able to do with such great colleagues. What has been the response to your podcasts from membership in the community? Tansy, I'll start with you on this one. What have you heard? Yeah, it's really fun. So the last GAC pre-COVID, we'd been running the podcast for a bit. And it was funny walking through the halls with Todd and people coming up and saying they'd listen, say they wanted to be a guest, asking some of the questions that you've asked. So that was really a lot of fun. The most fun, though, to me has been really hearing from individuals who say, you know, I, I listened to this one episode and 
there was this moment where I heard something that was very poignant or that I connected to that really moved me or people that say, you know, gosh, I've seen, you know, Jim Nussel as an example on a very big stage listening on the podcast. I learned something that I didn't know before. And so it's been a very positive response. It's been a lot of fun. And I think people have seen a side of leaders that in a very polished way on a stage, we often don't see. And I think that's exactly what we are attempting to do as we demystify leadership. Yeah. And Kara, what about you? What has been the feedback that you've heard? So I guess there's two ways to answer this, listening to Tansley. So when you go to look at stats of a podcast, I agree, they're a little difficult to look at. But when you do finally get them, I think those say a lot. We totally expected it to be zero. I don't know why we expected that, to be quite honest. But it's really fun to see that when you have like 200 listeners a month, which is like the result we've gotten, it's very exciting and it's heartwarming to know, okay, out of those 200 people, who and what and how are we touching them? Our response to me has been overwhelming. And the reason being is that not only do I hear from those that we're connected to on LinkedIn, but I also hear from like even my friends. I think that's the biggest avenue for us to be quite honest is sharing on our own personal social media pages because our friends listen and then our friends share with their friends. And that's truly what it is about is it's community-based. You know, Get Beyond Money is to help people that are just like me. So when I have my friends who are just like me saying, you know, hey, because of what you said, I'm getting to do X, Y, Z. It feels really good because I think the biggest thing is that doing this, I want to give back to what others have given to me and vice versa. And so to see that my friends and then their friends and our guests and their friends are finding true value from just really simple things, it feels good to know that you're doing something for somebody. Yeah, I love that because that really is kind of a measure of podcast success, I think, is when people just kind of happen to find you and they share the wonderful things that you're doing with other people and it just grows from there. The last question that I have for each of you, and I'd like to start with you, Kara, what's one piece of advice that you would give to an aspiring podcaster within the credit union movement? I guess my biggest pieces of advice, because I think it's hard just to give one, there's three. I think the first one would be to find your inspiration around you. I think that's what helps make it authentic. And if it's not authentic, people are going to feel that. So just truly be you and talk about things that relate to you. The other thing is find a system for your podcast. So our system kind of goes like this now. We record a podcast and from there, we create a blog post. And from the blog post, we create social media posts. We reshare, reshare, recycle, reshare. I think that has made it really easy to work with and it's made it more efficient because there's also a technical portion to just you know recording the podcast. So that has really helped. And the last piece of advice is actually from what someone told me. And that's once you get to the first 50, everything after that is easy peasy. The first 50 are the hump. So you got to get over the hump. And once you're good, you got it. 
That is awesome. I'm going to remember that. Tansley, what about you? What advice would you give? My advice would be to really dream big and think about outcomes. So I think there's not a reason to start a podcast unless you have an outcome in mind, right? You know, so for us, that was really clear around we wanted to demystify leadership. We wanted to have Todd better connect to our brand in a bigger way. We were super clear. I think listeners are going to connect to that outcome. And so really understanding for your organization, what is that outcome that you want to drive? And then I just really invite credit unions to think broadly and boldly. A lot of people look at our podcast and are like, wait a second, aren't you a credit union? Yeah, for sure. And we think that the storytelling we're doing ultimately is absolutely relevant to our members, our audience, our communities. And the way that you come up with that might be unique and special. And if it is, all the better. And I think it doesn't have to be sort of the typical thing that you would think that a Crichton does. So dream big and drive towards purpose and outcomes. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. 